Thank you for coming. Yeah. Those seven days have almost passed. So, bravo. You now have a website um, as adult men. This yeah. is a place of sanctuary. Called Real Parables. Hello! That wonders. That's right. Um, yeah, we're, in, we're in our 30s. There is little yeah. that needs to be said. Hello. So they will say everything. So she said, oh, yeah. Yeah. Prepare yeah. yourselves. Yeah. 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 WFOD yeah. begins now. My name is Mike. I am joined by my good friend, Mr. Drunkard STL on the Twitters. Hello. Hello. And drunk, coming up after the break, we are going to be talking to author Max Marshall. Uh, he wrote a book called Among the Bros. It's uh, it's about fraternity life, drunk, okay. in a loose sense. Sure. And I figured. You know, drunk, me and you, we are not fraternity boys. Don't have a single college credit hour. I, I briefly attended community college. I was not admitted to any fraternity, so this world is foreign to me. Right. And I figured we needed to we needed to bring in a specialist on the topic. I like it. Uh, guys, returning to the program, Benny Michaels is here. Hello, Benny. Yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a specialist at a lot of things. <laughs> I was in a fraternity. The house is sick. Um, Did they make you drink and, until uh, you, you you threw up, Benny? Is that a thing that happened? Well, um, the, the group of guys I was with, we kind of had a strategy. I'm not even saying it was a really good strategy, but we would just really make ourselves drink until we threw up and then pass out. Because at that point, uh, what's the worst they can do to you? So this was to get in or this is once you were already in, you just did this, it anyway. No, this was um, during the pledging process. And we were uh, we were considered uh, a, a a harder one to get into. And this is at what university? In, in terms of uh, what's that? Is that what university? I don't want to say the name of the school. It's okay. Ivy League, mm-hmm. though. Oh, okay, okay, fair enough. He's an Ivy League boy. Did not know that. He's fancy, and he uses oh, that. Yeah, man. He uses that to this day. I might also just be saying that to throw you off the scent <laughs> of the actual college that I went to. The Princeton next to Princeton. Send you, uh, send you off on a wild goose chase. Benny. Up uh, at Yale. I found out about a school this afternoon that I wanted to tell Drunk about because I don't know if you know this about me and Drunk, but we've become big fans of actress Taryn Manning. Oh, she's the best. And... She is now offering acting classes. Oh boy! Uh, that you can take. You can learn the 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 trade from her, and uh, it sounds like it's not going to be particularly easy. This school. Uh, I mean, she's been in plenty of stuff. She has. She she has a film career. 
and you can go and you can learn from her. I, it's like a master class? Yeah, yeah. Well, she has a, a storefront, Benny. Yeah, I'm looking up her filmography now. She was an eight mile. She kind of, what was she, five years old? Yeah, yeah. She was uh, Eminem's girlfriend, a five year old girlfriend. Uh, Wasn't that Brittany Murphy? No, that was uh, uh, Brittany Murphy. Oh my God, we go through this every time. Taryn Manning was in Eight Mile. She was Eminem's ex girlfriend, the one that wanted him back. But he wanted to fuck Brittany Murphy. They were both in it, guys. Taryn Manning's uh, school, this shit was. Just today. Just today. <laughs> I just secured a storefront so I could finally teach my acting classes, my program. My program, that's no joke. No joke. I feel like it's a bad time for that. This is recent. Yeah. I understand. Yeah. She, this ain't the time you want to go. She's striking while the iron's hot. Drop. Buying property all willy-nilly, though. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think she's Oh, uh, the bubble's coming. <laughs> I've been watching a lot of YouTube videos. The bubble's coming. What, you want to come train? Let's do this thing. What, you think, you think that, what, because you are the cutest in your town? Oh, because you got most likely to succeed in the yearbook? I see. Or, 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 oh, who your daddy is? Yeah. Oh, your boyfriend. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, you can pay for your class. I think she's negging us, Benny. She's daring us to take the class. It's yeah, working. I'm trying to, it is working. I'm now, it's, I mean, I cheated. I looked it up, but um, the stuff that she was in is now coming back to me. Um, <laughs> she was on uh, Orange so is the is, New Black. They, yeah, she was, uh, that's that's what I thought. She was, her, she was Pencil Tucky, right? Yeah, she heard she had the uh, jacked up grill. I don't was her grill all that jacked up. She's weird. I think it was probably made to look so for the show. Oh, because she was on uh, meth. She was a meth person. Yeah, I think they gave her some prosthetics teeth. They could probably give her bad teeth using AI nowadays. Yes. Benny, uh, did you see the viral (laughs) clip when she was licking the married man's butt? Did you miss that? No. (laughs) Okay. Taryn Manning, she. she was licking a married man's butt and she was f- driving to Florida to buy him a boat. There was rumors circulating. I think they turned out to be false. But during it, she mentioned the wife's name of the married man whose butthole she was licking. Yeah. And everybody yeah, thought I, that was... maybe it was Bert Kreischer. Maybe uh, she was licking Bert Kreischer's butt. Nah. Uh, it turns out to be not yeah, true, right. but that rumor was circulating, and I enjoyed when there was that brief period of time. What, what was she licked at how? Like a swipe? Full support of some pedo, too? Or uh, I think she did it in a sexual manner, Benny. I think that she, yeah. uh, she a, like, yeah, like licked a swipe. it for a period of time, like up and down, for his enjoyment. It wasn't like a Oh, so she like, like a clean It wasn't even situation. like a swipe. She inserted the chip. And she said that she yeah. did it just because, wow. you know, he enjoyed it, which good. It's nice. It's a nice thing to do for someone, Benny. Yeah, but not Bert Kreischer. You know what I mean? You'd rather Big sweaty ass, hairy ass, uh, fat Bert Kreischer. I'd probably rather I mean, lick Bert Kreischer's ass than like a manager at a Domino's Pizza. <laughs> No, it maybe depends not. on the Domino's <laughs> Pizza Man. I, I think that, that makes me a it makes me a star fucker. Honest. I think I now, take all that back. Now, if it was a Pizza Hut, now we're talking a whole different story. <laughs> I don't care if you like what I got to say. You can walk out of the room because I'm not teaching just about acting. It's about life. It's the school. 
School of Hard Knocks, Benny. Yeah. This is very YouTube y sounding, you know? Well, she's on uh, Instagram like, Live. She's uh she's you know doing the pitch for her school. They don't have a formal commercial yet because I think she has a they have a name? The, the Taryn Manning School of Acting, I, okay, I would imagine. There right? you go. I'm in. I wanna go to Taryn Manning's acting school. I I do. I, I wanna go. It sounds fun. You know, she's going to teach me how to act and how to live. Um, this all sounds great to me. So where's her storefront at, did she say? I, she said it's in the desert, I think. Oh. Let me know, because it's real and it's on, and you're going to come out to the desert, say four weeks in a row. We can do bam, 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 but it's on. And oh, so you get to I'm live with Taryn. And many other teachers that will be teaching, because you're not going to always get Taryn right away. Wait a minute. Yeah, it's a very convoluted, confusing uh, plan she's uh, laid out. Well, she just said that there's going to be other teachers, and you don't get her right away. Well, I don't, I don't want that. She, really? Well, this is an odd manner of saying whatever she, it was she was trying to say, but she said, "We're going out to the desert once in four weeks, or what?" She said, "It's a four-week program, four, and then four, you graduate." Yeah. Can you play back the part where she said? Let me know. It sounded to me like you just go out there four times. You're going to come out to the desert, say four weeks in a row. We can do bam, 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 but it's on. And uh, I'm excited. And many other teachers that will be teaching. Because you're not going to always get Oh, so four weeks straight? Yeah, so you're living out in the desert for a month. And then just bam, bam, bam. I think she's going to roofie me and, and like steal my liver or something. That's what happens. You, you're desperate. You want to learn. You go out to the de- desert by yourself, and then she she steals your organs. But what if she decides to lick your butthole? Oh. How much do you got to pay for this class? She did not say. Is there a cost associated? Yeah. No, I guess we'd have to inquire, Benny. I bet it's not cheap. I bet it's real expensive. She's got to keep that storefront open. I want to see a picture of the storefront. Yeah, it, is it on Skid Row? Yeah, so, so does the price of this include food if you're going to be out there for a month? Well, you probably have to stay in a hotel. Uh, you, you, I'm sure it isn't all inclusive. Drunk, I'm sure that isn't part of the class. Is that she feeds you? I don't think. I don't think that happens. Uh, you just have to find a place to stay for four weeks. Um, but when you leave, you're going to know. How to act. Benny, are you formally trained in acting? Did you take any classes? No, no. never. And I had a, a brief scene on a, a, a Comedy Central web series that got cut out. That's my resume. <laughs> weren't, weren't you at a funeral in that? I think you sent me that. Yeah. Yeah. Were you mourning a yeah, dead person? Yeah, I had a person? brief scene. Yeah, but um, at what point they were supposed to show a uh, ridiculous workout tribute video that they had made for this guy of him working out and uh myself and the other two guys were supposed to kind of look at each other like yeah right on man like a pair of uh like the dead guy you know like we were amongst the like amongst the bros you know (laughs) that was the basic gist so that's what you were were trying to get across a bro yeah and then i we apparently uh we executed the scene so poorly that um did they it just abandon the, the whole idea of the exercise video or like were there other people in it? Did they recast you? <clears throat> um, no, they, they shot what we did like a few times, maybe like five or six times. Yeah. 
and then I guess decided uh, none of it. I don't remember if they showed the workout video or not. They had to trim a lot. They had to trim it down a lot. I mean, not my part. That part was getting cut because it was bad. But even yeah. the good stuff they had, they had to condense. So how long did you have to, to stay it, uh, at this filming session? I was there all day. It was fun, man. Yeah, those guys are all doing good for themselves now. They all went on to other things. But word got around that your acting stunk and that they'd have to cut it. I, I never got received a role since. They, Hollywood got the word. Except this one. This is the- <laughs> Hollywood was like, hey, guys, you're going to have to feed them pizza. They just and chewed me up. And uh, when they're done with you, they're done with you. And that was it for me. The, the, system, the system just grinded him out drunk. Yeah. Grinded him right back into obscurity. He blew it. Yeah. All right. You blew it, Ben. I wish I had acquired some uh, dark secrets. The Lord works in mysterious. I would go on a tell-all spree. And, you know, I would do it on this podcast first. I'd give you that exclusive. Hey, thank you, Ben. Yeah, man. Benny, could we send you to the Terran Manning school to, like, go undercover? Uh, For four weeks? Yeah. Um, Well, you work from home. (laughs) So you can just relocate. I'm, I'm rooted here. Yeah, but I have deep roots. Couldn't you just uh couldn't you just like take your your computer stuff and continue to work, you know, when you're not at Terran Manning school? She probably doesn't get up till late. It'll probably be evening classes, right? Hmm. I don't know. What time does Terran Manning school start? I bet you it's all kinds of a rat. I bet you like eleven. Yeah, well, and that's California time. So eleven California time oh, is like super two, late two Philadelphia yeah. time. Betty, you could live a double life. You just can't sleep. The acting would probably help with the alternate life, you know. Yeah, yeah. Because otherwise, I'd probably just be acting like the same guy in both lives. But with this acting class, that's that's actually um, what do you call that? A use a use case, you know? No, I don't know. A use case. It'll help you. Yeah, you can take this um, course. I don't think it's called use case. I don't think that's the word I'm trying to think of, but it's something similar to use case. And then you uh, take the class, and it helps you lead a, a double life. If you if you show desire, you know, you put a disclaimer like, hey, we don't promote that, but if that's what you want to do, take this class, the Terror Man in class. I don't know. Kind of lost my train of thought there. <laughs> All right, man. I, I don't know if you know this or not, but every week we got this bit. Oh, wow. It, Benny, uh, drunk, he's the king of colas. And uh, every yes. week I provide him a cola that he tastes and rates. Um, yeah, we rated a real doozy last time I was on and he did it. What did he, he had to go home. It was so bad. Oh, did you? Were you Moxie Day? The king of cola. King of cola. All right, so today is 365 Cola, and underneath it it says Whole Foods Market. It's the generic from Whole Foods. So that means it's fancy. So that means it probably still costs the same as Pepsi or Coke. Yeah, it wasn't cheap. I, I got a 12-pack. I've been drinking them. Uh, and it actually says Best Served Chilled on the can. Actually, I panicked no drunk shit. because I had the 12-pack in the back of my car, and... Uh, I went to 
a haunted hayride near Halloween. Uh-huh. And I brought in the 12-pack to share because it was in my car. And they almost drank them. And then at the end of the night, I was like, oh, fuck, if they drink all of the 365 colas, I won't have one for drunk to try. So I like I went and grabbed it before we went yeah. put it sure. back in my car. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you. I was an Indian giver, Benny. I, I <laughs> ran no, out of the man, party You were with thinking ahead, colas. man. Yeah, I don't want to buy more. You were thinking about the brand. Yeah. yeah. Your brand. What do you think, drunk? Um, not horrible. Uh, not the best I've ever had. Uh, five four. Five four. It's not great. Uh, you know what I noticed about that is it seems to like, like the aftertaste just kind of goes away. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I, I I won't necessarily call it like a diety aftertaste because it's not yeah. that. But it's it's similar. It, it isn't fizzy. Yeah. But it's not flat. It just kind of sucks. Like normally, if I take a big old chug like that, I'll pay, I'll have a belch afterwards. Yeah, yeah. What I happens really is I, I get these colas for you, drunk, and then I just have them. Yeah. So then I just like take them to work and drink them. Uh, so I end up having eleven of them. So you have one, and you give it your rating. But then I just have them, and then I just. Well, I, I know some of them you keep in the refrigerator because. <laughs> <laughs> Like those tropicolas, there. Yeah, like those tropicolas. Those, huh? uh, those are. Uh, I'm, I'm working through them, but it's taking a bit. Those, those are the ones you gotta give out for Christmas. Yeah, Benny, do you have like a uh, a generic cola in the Philadelphia area that you would recommend? Does Wawa have a cola? No, Wawa just is a convenience store that has all the major. Yeah, soda but Casey's brands. a convenience and store, like and they can... have their own cola. Casey's do they have their own cola? Yeah. yeah. So they just have Pepsis and whatnot. They don't have their own thing. Yeah, stuff like that. They've got their own, you know, iced tea, like the gas station iced tea that you can get. Yeah, Benny. Um, this- I'm trying to think of a, what's a, what would be a regional cola around here? I don't know, because I'm here in Pennsylvania, and um, I went into a place the other day. They had uh, Fago. Nice. That was a, that's a regional drink, isn't it? Isn't that yeah, a it's kind of Midwest Detroit? Midwest, yeah. Fago trickles down here every now and then. You can sometimes get Fago. Uh, like they'll have it at the dollar store sometimes. Yeah. Uh, not too often, but sometimes. Not easy, I thought that not was regional. Find, yeah. I what think we like, we one, have like RC Cola. Oh, that's big. I think like one truck driver yeah. gets lost and then just dumps it off every now and then because you can't get it all the time. But you can get it sometimes. I'm sure you got like a regional craft soda someplace up there. Something silly. I'm sure the Amish make a cola, right? Come on now. <laughs> Do you have a lot of Amish up uh, there, Benny? Is the uh, Amish community? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania is where they all live. You, you see the horsemen out roaming around? Do they have their own lane? You kind of got a good, no. good squad of Mennonites, no, too. You got to right? share the road, man. When I went to get my license uh, renewed, I had to drive um, through that area. Horse and buggies, they ride on the road with the cars. Huh. There's yeah, kind of a pass of, them when you can. A me, of Mennonites up there, too, right? Yeah. So Mennonites are Yeah, like not real close to me, but probably like within like an hour, hour and a half, I could get to that area. Watered down. They house. sell stuff, too. They sell furniture. They sell uh, those fake you know, fireplaces. Food, dairies, foods. Yeah, sheds. 
<laughs> all kinds of stuff, man. You they'll, they'll sell good stuff. Do they barter or do they want cash money? Like, can you give them eggs um, or goods? Probably not. Here's my horse really and daughter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there you go. They probably got plenty of eggs. <laughs> you know? Uh, guys, I, I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going to take a break. We're going to regroup. And when we come back, we're going to talk to Max Marshall. Uh, he has a book coming. Now, Benny, the uh, Max Marshall, the Among the Bros book, see, the, this fraternity, they're, they decide to be drug dealers, right? So mm-hmm. they start uh, selling Xanax, and you can get Xanax super cheap. But then at a certain point, they're like, you know what would be better than getting our super cheap Xanax and like marking them way up? Is if we just made our own Xanax. So, uh, of course they do, right? They just start <laughs> making their own. Uh, and so, yeah, it's it's interesting. It's a, it's a good read because uh, these, these boys, they were up to no good, Benny. These uh, fraud. So this is like an intellectual uh, group of guys. Well, I mean, were they all chemists? I think there was smart ones among the bros, Benny. I think that there was smart mm. ones that kind of uh, like sent out their worker bees to do their bidding. That's kind of how it goes with everything, right? You get the smart ones yeah. that that the hierarchy figure it out, and then you get all the glory. And then you just send your minions out with yes. specific instructions. And that's the way the world works. Yeah. I wish I had some minions to send out and do my bidding. Right? Yeah. Well, my daddy, he liked to drink and cuss. Kick my ass when I'd make a fuss. Call me fat when I wasn't in the best of shape. He taught me all about mowing grass, about dildo drawers and chasing ass. I just don't know why he went and named me Rape. It must have been a big fucking joke, or he must have been real high on coke. Bakers wouldn't write my name on birthday cakes. And now I'm fucking 42, and I just don't know what to do. No one's banging the dude named Rape. So I started learning to play guitar, put air fresheners in my car, ran a comb through my flowing mane. Breath mints had me minty fresh, got a loofah to scrub my flesh. Still these girls couldn't get past my name. Told my dad it was an awful shame that he had given me this old name. Said he made it hard to score with chicks. Well, he just laughed, pulled up a chair, said, don't you go nowhere. Let old Pappy give you some tips. Buy her dinners, hold the door. Take a trip to the flower store. Be masculine without being a brute. If pussy comes easy, you won't think it's great. So I'm sorry that I named you Rape. Or just use your middle name. It's cute. Ever been using your phone's GPS and thought to yourself, This bitch don't know me. Who gives her the right to tell me where to go? Maybe it's time you get the directions from a friend. In half a mile, keep 
Right. Go to WFODicks.com and look for ways under the extras tab. In .1 miles, turn left and then turn right. Mike is the driving companion you've always wanted. Get him today. Turn left. I love Dick. You love Dick. Once again. WFOD. Wheelbarrow full of dicks. Welcome back. Our guest tonight has a new book out called Among the Bros, a Fraternity Crime Story. Get it on Amazon or get additional information at max-marshall.com. Guys, Max Marshall is on the program. Good to be here. Yeah, can't complain. Thanks thanks for doing this. The book comes out today, right? It's out. Yeah, yeah. It came out this morning. Now, congratulations. Max, thank you. uh, so were you were you in school at the same time as all this going on? Like, I, I guess it, it's it's kind of explained, but not really like where you fit into all of it. Or were you just? Yeah, so I was in school from 2012 to 2016, so the same years as these guys, and that's uh-huh. when sort of dark web Xanax really blew up. So <laughs> I did. So- <laughs> I saw it in real time. Did you know these people? Or did you just know I had I had friends who were dealing. I had friends who were getting from the same dark web Xanax dealers. And so I started reporting. I realized I had some mutual friends in common. But no, I didn't know any of these guys until I started reporting. And how did you kind of decide this was going to be the thing you were going to do? I really was stunned by the amount of Xanax flying around. Um, I didn't know when I got to college that was going to be this sort of it drug. I thought it was something parents took for for panic attacks, but it's actually a very common party drug. You mix it with, you know, five Keystone lights and a bar of Xanax and you black out. And wow. so it became like the the blackout yeah. drug of choice in college. And um, don't take much. I'm sorry, go on. I can testify. Don't take much after you take a bar of Xanax. For sure. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a very potent brew. And so, yeah, when you combine them, um, yeah, you, you black out, you stop taking in memories. And 
I think a lot of people my parents' age were very surprised that this was the goal, um, but <laughs> it, it really was the goal. Um, so yeah, that's kind of what got me going down this. And then when I found out this drug ring had, you know, millions of pills coming in from China and they had their own pill presses and yeah, students dying, a murder and all the th- rest. That's so, about where I am in the book. I'm, a, I'm about okay, two nice. thirds of the way through it, Matt, when they decide, oh, we'll just start making our own. Um, yeah. <laughs> which yeah. I, it sounds like the markup was pretty good to begin with. So I, I guess they wanted the markup to be even greater and just. Yeah, I mean, it's the ceiling on how much you can make is just insanely high, especially a school like Call of Duty Charleston, where you have these kids from Greenwich and Westchester uh, with their parents' credit cards. And, and they might spend up to $10 for a single pill of Xanax. Wow. And so if you're making it yourself, you might be making it for less than 10 cents a pill and then selling it for upwards of, you know, up to $10. And so the margins just get pretty crazy pretty quick. And so I was completely in the dark to the whole fraternity life, I think. I, I briefly attended community college. Benny was a, a fraternity guy, right, Benny? Uh, yes, I was. Yeah, Did- hey, it's great to meet you, Max. And nice to meet you as well. And- um, what was your fraternity experience, Benny? Without knowing uh, the, the, about the fraternity that the book is about, were they like a national fraternity, like a? Uh... Yeah, the, it was KA and SAE, so they're both big fraternities. KA is almost only in the South. Their spiritual founder is actually Robert E. Lee. They like <laughs> toast him every year. Um, okay. SAE is a little more national, um, but yeah, they have chapters all over. Yeah, we we were a local fraternity. We only existed at this one college oh nice and uh and that was it um i I hadn't been particularly interested in uh it wasn't really even a thought in my mind going to college and all i really knew about fraternity life was 90 uh, you know mid 90s representations on tv and movies so that's really all i had to go by but this certainly wasn't that so you you get to drink a lot and make friends right it's Animal House. Yeah, it, it was cool. Yeah, it was. Uh, it wasn't uh, one of the biggest ones on the campus, and um, but it was a decent number of guys, and and not one of them looked like they belonged together. And I think that was part of almost the appeal. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I think the kind of fraternities I'm talking in the book, it's often kids from really elite backgrounds, kind of trying to create a separate campus. So you have like, especially, in, and that's how fraternities started. Like in the 1800s, they didn't have fraternities basically until middle class students started showing up on campus. And then fraternities kind of be- became a way to like, like, you know, create a little castle for the rich kids. And <laughs> sure. I think that's continued. And if anything, the amount of money in some of these fraternities, like they're fraternities in the South that have million dollar a year social budgets Ooh. just for the, that one chapter. Ooh. The uh, uh, the protagonist in your book, or I got the main character. I, I should say I, he's probably not the protagonist, but the the he was, was he a well to do rich guy? It seems like he was kind of uh, maybe that's just the way I'm reading it, but it seems like he was kind of middle class working his way up. Yeah, so I mean, I think he was he, the thing about College of Charleston is you have like actual Rockefellers and Rothschilds, and like I said, all these kids from like. You know, like literally kids whose parents like have places in like the Hamptons, Virgin Islands, you know, will like trust funds, private planes. And so Mikey came from an upper middle class background. His granddad was like an executive at IBM. He was doing fine. Right. But to sort of hang out with these kids, he was hustling. He was selling fake IDs. He was selling weed. 
And then later on, he was dealing. You so know, he kind of had know-how beyond like means, I guess. He had other things to offer. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah, and I mean, at school like that, like selling fake IDs, that's a huge oh, social sure. yeah. benefit. Yeah, you, you know, it, it's it, it's ad. I wouldn't admiral isn't the right word. Uh, impressive, I guess. Like th- that, there's just some people that it seems like they can just find the cheat code anywhere you know what i mean for sure yeah and i think mikey definitely is one of those guys because when he dropped out of college of charleston because of grades he was just working valet (laughs) but pretty quickly he realized he was at this club called the tongue and groove in atlanta a lot of famous rappers go there you also have all these kind of country club guys and he saw a hole in the market and he started just dropping little dime bags into people's cup holders and next thing you know he's hanging out with rappers and bringing in cartel cocaine from Atlanta to fraternity houses around the South. So, I mean, I think like, but he was someone who really could kind of see, like you said, the glitch in the matrix, I think. And then he didn't, he just like go back near the school and buy a house near the school because he could sell drugs there is. Yeah. Yeah. He had, he had an apartment, um, both in Atlanta and Charleston. He would go back and forth and there was this whole kind of cycle where the, the pills would come in from China and the kids had pill presses in these beach houses and they press hundreds of thousands of pills a month. And then these pills would go out through the fraternity pledges to these schools all around the South. Some of them would end up with Mikey, who was coming in from Atlanta with cocaine from, like I said, these like cartel sources. Right. And it was this sort of cycle of, you know, cocaine from the Mexico and then these pills from China all running through the fraternity system. And you system. just very briefly mention, like, they have yeah. safeguards in place where, okay, we're not going to keep the money where we keep the... Uh, but yeah. I, I guess, did they just think nobody's looking at us, we can do whatever we want? I, I feel sure. like yeah. criminals would usually put more effort into that. Yeah, but you know you know what, um, Max, let me ask you this, because oftentimes, yeah. like, uh, these campuses almost be take you know they become like a city onto themselves you know what i mean 100%. like even a small one so was this college kind of like that where when you're when you're wrapped up in it you kind of that that's where you know your city is and not yeah. to mention i'd imagine the college students where you had a built-in customer base 100 but it, you almost do kind of feel somewhat shielded from the yeah, I think in Charleston, if you're a drug, de- drug dealer, it's sort of the best of both worlds because College of Charleston, like you said, is sort of city into itself. The cops aren't really messing with it. The campus police don't have the sort of means to look into a massive drug ring. You know, they're riding around on their golf carts <laughs> yeah. and like, what are they going to do? So you have that, but also you do have access to this city that's not far from I-95, which is, you know, the cocaine highway that connects Miami and New York. It's a port city, so stuff's coming in you know, into the port of Charleston, you can get pills and, and powder that way. And then these fraternities, I would talk to guys who are like, yeah, you can walk into a fraternity and there's just, especially in these big fraternities, there might be 40 kids there in one moment who all are going to buy from you. So you just show up and, you know, sure. in 20 minutes you can clear five, 10 grand of, of product. And then you're on to the next house. And then you're um, out. Yeah. It's a really efficient business. And I can understand why, for a long time, it kind of felt like there wasn't much risk of getting caught. So do you, you think that that particular college is a unique story? Or do you think that that's mm. like a thing everywhere? You know, because I mean, you mentioned the location of it. 
two or three years later, there was a massive drug bust almost of the same scale at Duke and UNC and Appalachia State. So I don't know if it's something about that sort of like mid-Atlantic sort of south meets north area. Um, but no, I think the Xanax on college campuses is a massive problem, but I think a lot of the Xanax that you would see ending up in fraternity houses around the south or even nationwide started in Charleston. And that's what guys at other schools would tell me. They're like, oh, yeah, I deal Xanax, but I get it from these guys in Charleston first. Max, the when's the movie coming out? I feel like I, I ask that to a lot of authors because sure. I'm reading this book and I mean, this book is a movie, right? Yeah. So it, it did get optioned by Sony years ago and a, a screenwriter just wrote the second draft. Oh, I have no okay. idea. So, it, you know, so yeah, we'll see. But, you know, there's like an upside down pyramid of how many books get optioned and, you know, how many movies actually get made. Right. And, yeah. So yeah, I, like I just I'm so on the other side of that that moat. I have no idea what goes on in Hollywood, so we'll see. We'll see. Um, <laughs> um, well, good luck to you for that. For yeah sure. do do you yeah. have uh, do you have something else you're working on, or is this I guess promoting this as your focus right now? I guess. Or? Yeah. So I mean, this book was the last three four years of my life. Did something like 180 interviews, thousands of police files, and then obviously Jeez. writing the, the whole thing. And a lot of it was talking to Mikey Schmidt, the main character. He has a secret cell phone smuggled into his <laughs> prison cell. Um, and we still we still FaceTime. And, but yeah, I mean, I think once this book you know comes out and I'm done with this publication period, honestly, I kind of want to take a bunch of Xanax and disappear <laughs> for a while, although I will not because the lessons of this book certainly sure. taught me otherwise. Yeah, always thinking about the next book and kind of in early talks, but for now, just focusing on the Charleston story. Max, where do I send people? Now, I I do have to ask you about your Twitter account because your Twitter handle is underscore will never tweet. You link this uh, like it was in your press release. I believe it's on your website. Why do you have a Twitter account that you don't tweet on? I guess just to have one. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's a way of keeping track of what else is going on on Twitter. I just, you know, I think in some in some fields, Bitcoin being one of them, looking at your sweatshirt, it's really important to be up to date and sort of seeing what's going on on Twitter. That's where all the news breaks are. And that's how you can kind of beat the economy. I know so many journalists who spend two, three, four hours a day giving all their thoughts to Twitter, tweeting little things, trying to get their following base. And then they'll get, you know, 4,000 followers, 10,000 followers. And then finally, you know, their book comes out three years later and they wrote, you know, they it's... tweet, I wrote a thing and it gets 12 likes. And it's just, it breaks my heart. You know, it's just like, it's so much free labor to Twitter yeah. that never really pays back. And so I'm, uh, so I, I'm also just not a good multitasker. You're, you're active on there just reading what's going on i guess and not necessarily yeah i'm not even i'm not even that active on there but you know sometimes people ask like what's your twitter so we can follow each other so i give them that sure um but i'm i'm i've been on there more today because the book came out but yeah i'm not really i'll i can go like weeks at a time without checking uh so i i guess you have a max-marshall.com uh the books on amazon do you have like a, a book uh store that you want me to send people to or yeah, I mean, you know, always support your your local bookstores, but you know, Amazon's good, Barnes and Noble's good, wherever books are, books are sold, I'm I'm not picky. 
So the book is called Among the Bros. Uh, it's it's quite a journey, Max. I, I got about a hundred pages left. I'm looking forward to finishing it. Man, it, it was nice. cool talking to you, man. We should do it. Yeah, again thank when the next one comes you guys out. so much. Um, really enjoyed it. Thanks, Thanks Max. Max. Good time, right, Benny? Yeah, shit. I said I tried to say good luck to the guy, and I looked over and I was muted. You were muted, Benny. Po- <laughs> Damn it! I wanted him to uh, hear my you know well wishes. Uh, he'll he'll hear it and get him back. Can you get him back on? No. I was just gonna say, hey man. I no, just he to say, has to click the luck. link. Uh, Benny, say, at this point, he's probably on to his next interview at fucking eight forty five. Book came out today, Benny. So he's probably very busy. Uh, drunk, let me ask you a question. I want to you... get that book. I'm sold on that book. Drunk, do you have like a pick of the week? Something you want the people to know about? Yeah, huh? sure. Drunk's pick of the week. Uh, it's on the Netflix. It's called Beckham. 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 Is it about uh? It's about David Beckham. David Beckham. Yeah. And how he's good at basketball or uh and soccer and fucking posh spice and you know all the other stuff. It's about him fucking posh spice. Oh, I mean it's included, so it's, it's all about David Beckham. It, this is a Netflix thing. It's a Netflix thing. You know, Benny, that uh, that that Jake Paul and the Logan Paul. I watched the Untold with them, and there's parallels, yeah. I think, between those guys. That Logan Paul, that motherfucker, and, and the guy that we just talked about, this Mikey guy in this book, because like it seems like they just kind of can figure it out. They seem like douchebags, but like they can just yeah. kind of go in there and figure out how to shake some money out of something. That, that you know? Logan Paul just won the U.S. Championship in the WWE. He could just shake money out of anything, he, can't he? He beat Rey Mysterio of all fucking people. Huh. Well, I, I've, uh, I only saw like a, probably like a highlight clip of him. It was only like a second or two long of him in WWE. But, uh, he's only been doing that for a little while, and the stuff that I saw him doing... He's awfully athletic. Uh, didn't look easy. Yeah, I mean, those guys are remarkably ambitious when you, you know, when you guys. watch that Jake Paul box if he doesn't know how to box then he's fooling me I don't <laughs> I don't know anything about boxing but I'm looking at it and it's like yeah that looks like those punches hurt you know yeah people so want to I, I, uh, Fuck that. he said that going into it he was real cocky and that he that was like a wake up call. So ever since that, he first started getting in. I guess he doubled up, tripled up his uh, training to become legit. He wants to be a legit fighter. I think he is a legit fighter. Not uh, to yeah, say yeah, he's fought legit you know. dudes. So I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Benny, uh, my pick of the week. There's a uh, a movie with that Ryan Gosling guy. I saw the trailer for it. It's called the I, the Fall Guy. That's an old show, isn't it? Yeah. They made a. Yeah, did you see it? They made a movie of the Fall Guy with Ryan Gosling. I saw the trailer. Looks great. Yeah. I thought it looked good. I, I watched it. And I was like, "Oh, that looks cute." You didn't. <sighs> you're doing cringe face, Benny. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. I'm going to. Uh, I'm going to await your uh, review of the actual movie once it comes out. Yeah, you maybe the they're trailer, fooling me like with the trailer. Maybe they're fooling me. Uh, but yeah, I watched that and I was like, I'm going to watch that movie. That movie looks fun. Benny, pick and of the week. What streaming service? Oh, no, that's going to be in, in uh, movie, movie Oh, theaters. movie theater. Okay. If anyone out there likes uh, time travel stuff, we know where drunk stands on Doctor Who, but if anyone else out there <laughs> likes Mr. Who, time sir. travel stuff, um, 
I saw a movie called Primer. You ever hear of Primer? I it was feel from like, like 2004. Real, real low budget independent. Huh. Does it have DMX in it? not shitty, you know what I mean? Oh, no, that's Belly. Different thing. Yeah. Yeah, totally different thing. Who's in Primer? Yeah, there was no going back. There was no time travel in Belly. I saw Belly twice. Was R. Kelly in there? There's no time machines. Oh, no, it was uh, uh, Nas. Was Nas in it? In Belly? In Belly. Um, Yeah, Nas and DMX. And Method Man. And they didn't time travel. No, there was no time travel. Okay. You're probably again belly confused with Back to the Future. Yeah. But I, anyway, I, this movie was called Primer. And it was like just an independent movie. But it was considered to be the most complex time travel movie of all time. And uh, so watch it. You can watch it for free, like probably on YouTube even. Why is it but complex? Then watch it. Watch it. Uh, because of the uh, fractures and the timelines and such. Oh, you know so they, I mean? they go back like, and things have changed? Uh, kind of. I mean, you know, I don't want to put out Spoil any spoilers of the program, of course. But, yeah, I watched uh, – I had to watch an explanation video afterwards. Oh, but that's, that's my pick. Huh. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to watch this by because I, I don't think I've ever seen Primer drunk. I think I've heard of Primer. I've, I've never even heard of it, so I'm looking forward to and it. And by heard of Primer, I mean I, I've heard that there is a movie called Primer. Um, but yeah, no, that, I'm, I'm into it, Benny. I, I like to have my horizons expanded. I was listening to that Max Mitchell guy just uh, – with regret that I didn't think to do that when I was in college, you know? <laughs> what, like write stuff down? Just, you know, be, uh, build an enterprise of um, illegalities. Yeah. You know? well, but then just... I would have gotten, but I would have uh, gotten out like just in time. I wouldn't have gotten greedy. Yeah, greed is what like drove those people. $22 million. Dollars book, but I'm they got caught with greed. I say when you get up to $22 million, that's time to just like stop doing it. Just be like, okay, we have $22 million. We won, right? Game's over. I would have I would have stopped at five. I would have stopped at five. <laughs> yeah, but at that point, you got know. people after you if you just quit doing it, man. You, yeah. You, you go down the rabbit hole and you just can't get out. You, you know, I have a, a, a story about that. See, when I was uh, screen printing T-shirts drunk, as soon as you stop screen printing the T-shirts, everybody starts calling you. Hey, man, you still screen printing T-shirts? Like, no, I quit. I mean, I still have the stuff. I guess I could screen print print T-shirts for you, but I don't want to. That's why I stopped doing it. It's in my garage. It's just like that, you know, the, you know, except the $22 million and the illegalities. But that that's my. uh, So you just put that money in coffee cans and fucking bury it in the backyard. Yeah, yeah. Bury it in the backyard. Guys, $22 million in cash and all cash these guys had. Yeah, I mean, you can't put it in the bank, then the federal. So these were fraternities like the skull, not, not literally skull and bones, but I guess just the real ritzy. Uh, uh, you said something about a million dollar social circle. Was that dues? Dues? Yeah, D U E, not D U, not D O. No, no, no. Like, like a honey do like, list. Like their budgets are millions of dollars to throw parties and stuff. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, they like get uh, ice sculptures 
Benny. And uh, <laughs> okay, <laughs> like those parties. They, they don't buy the great movie. value anything. They buy like the name brand. Don Perignon. Yeah. Yeah. Guys, we did it, Benny. What? What do you have that I can tell people to go to? It's Benny MF on Twitter to see your your tweets. Yeah, that that's about it. Um, I might I might uh, start a TikTok. You know. <laughs> so that's just a coming attraction, folks. <laughs> just promoting my upcoming TikTok. Benny, you're the best. So you know, maybe you guys could have me on someday, and uh. I'll tell you what the handle is so people can follow me on it. We, uh, Benny, Benny, we need to do more things. Yeah, it's always a pleasure. Yeah, I would like that. Uh, yeah, thank you guys, man. Uh, guys, we did it. Uh, we'll do it again soon. Check out uh, Among the Bros, guys. It's uh, yes, it's out. It came out the day we're recording this, so you can get it uh, because uh, this is after we recorded it. So, yeah. Uh, un- unless w- time travel, right, Benny? I don't know how it works. Uh, what are you doing, drunk? Well, watch it. Watch uh, Belly. for listening to this installment of WFOD. If you enjoyed it, subscribe so you don't miss the next one on Apple, Spotify, iHeart, or your player of choice. While you're there, please take a moment to share a link, tell a friend, leave a review, or do any of the other things podcasts ask you to do. Our operation is 100% independent, so your support is appreciated. We don't advertise, so we rely on word of mouth to spread the gospel of the dub fod. The music featured in this podcast is provided by Carl Casey at White Bat Audio. You can leave us a question or comment via telephone on the Hand Hotline at 636-487-HAND or by email at mike at wfodshow.com. Special thanks, as always, to our Patreon sponsors, Assistant Treads, Benny Michaels, Brian Kranz, Liquid Lozenge, Valerie Carpenter, Jay Adson, and Rabbit Poundings. You can be a Patreon sponsor yourself for as little as a dollar a month and receive early access to episodes at patreon.com slash Our entire back catalog is available on WFODshow.com, as well as Cola Rankings, Flat Drunks, and more. Check us out on social media at WFODshow on Twitter and Instagram, or WFODicks on Facebook and YouTube. We'll be back next week, but really, we're never gone. Take care.
even know it's over. You're going where to Vegas? Yep. You ever been there before? Oh yeah, I love Vegas. <laughs> yeah, I've I've only been there once, man. So but, yeah, that's a cool place. My first time was probably 2019, maybe 2018, something like that. And I bet you I've been back almost <laughs> twice a year since. So. Oh, you go twice a year? Uh, I mean, sometimes. I mean, so. Uh, whenever we win our pool championships, the world qualifiers in Vegas. So I've went there twice for that. Plus, we've vacationed there multiple times. So in Las Vegas, in Las Vegas, I got a buddy that lives there. So, oh, that's excellent, yeah. Benny. Excellent. I pretty much, I, I, I pretty much exclusively have gone to long underwear. I just wear long underwear all the time, even in the summer. Oh yeah. Well, I guess not when I wear shorts. Like, but if I'm wearing pants, I'm usually wearing long underwear under them. Like the, uh, like the, you know, like the, the athletic ones, like the man leggings. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> you know what's better yeah. than wearing long underwear? But wearing fleece lined jeans. Ooh, I've never tried that. But uh, I I got a pair of Project Rock Under Armour long underwear the other day, and yeah. I think they're for women. Um, and, and I don't, I don't like, you know, they they don't have like, you know, like the, the cock area, you know what I'm talking about? Like, you know how they have the two sides on either side of the cock. Yeah. They don't have that. Like it's just straight in the front. And I think that's what it's for women, but I'm going to wear them anyway. I like them. Oh no. So it's just the center seam. Yeah. Oh Yeah. But it's it's underpants. I mean, nobody's ever going to see it. I know. Uh, they're well, comfortable. I like them. Like, do you I, have to like pick a side of the scene? You know, Benny. I I think that like I have like very like low. I have a, an excess of sack because it seems like whenever I wear like normal underwear, like my shit falls out the bottom of them all the time. And I don't have that problem with these long underwear. Like I could just have my low hanging balls and not worry about it. I, I feel great. Do your balls touch the toilet water? Sometimes. Mm. Sometimes I sit on them. He walks around with a camel toe yeah. in his. Well, I, I don't have Dwayne Johnson pants with the front seam. <laughs> I don't have big balls, but I just have like a ton of sack. Like they hang low. Yeah. Um, um, well, can you, uh, are they sold as unisex? I, I don't, I don't know what they're sold as. Uh, hmm. I just, I purchased them. I, I threw them in the wash machine and now I'm wearing them. Did they shrink? Do you like them? I do. But they, they have this, uh, this is what tipped my wife off to say that he, she thinks they're for ladies is they have this like mesh on like the back of the, the legs. Can you see this? Yeah. This is like see yeah. mesh. Those are the pants? That's why she thinks that they're for ladies. You're wearing ladies' long underwear and you can't fill out the calves of them? We fill out the calves of them. I fill out the calves just fine. What are you talking about? Because <laughs> They look awfully loose to me. They're not loose. They're tight. Mm. So are you wearing pants over top of them? Yeah. Yeah, I'm wearing I'm wearing sweatpants. 
and then I have these these long underpants on. Those are ladies for sure. You think they're <laughs> I can tell by the stripe on the side. <laughs> Thousand percent they're ladies. You couldn't tell by the stripe on the side? <laughs> I know. They're either they're either ladies or they're hurricane helms. Who's Hurricane Helms? Oh man. Well, I guess that joke bombed. <laughs> I don't know who Hurricane Helms yeah, is. I was about to say, but I, Max, how's it going, man? Good to be here. Yeah, can't complain. 